Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back Ram fans, this is Rams Up, your favorite LA Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at LA Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host Tom on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 278, 278 of Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. We're going to review Rams snap counts from that Rams-Cowboys debacle. also have some pro football focus grades for you, some notes from around the league. And I'm also going to take a moment to explain why the Rams are not dead. They are not dead to the playoffs quite yet. That Cowboy game was not a must-win game, but perhaps this Packer game is. We do have some good news to report. Sean McVay reporting that Matthew Stafford has a UCL sprain in his right thumb in his day-to-day. I would think that means he's going to be good to go Sunday, but we'll have to monitor that. Now, Monday afternoon, the Rams tried to sign John Wolford off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers practice squad, but Wolford declined and will stay with the Bucs. 
I can only guess he realizes he'll only be on the Rams roster for a very short time. So he opts to stay in Tampa Bay. Still kind of surprising. I deduce that the Rams are going to be looking for another quarterback, and maybe they will have signed one by the time you hear this. There are some good ones out there, but I don't know if there are any familiar with the Rams offense. Of course, there's Bryce Perkins. He's out there as a free agent. Could that happen? Hey, who knows what Sean McVay is thinking these days. Now, Stafford has a previous injury here. He partially tore the same ligament back in 2020 against the Commanders and had it repaired after the season. So hopefully that swelling goes down and he can grip the ball by Sunday and Stafford plays. If Stafford plays, the Rams win this game. They go to four and five. Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'll talk about that more in the latter half of this drop. We'll call it a Rams path to the playoffs segment. Also coming up this week, we're going to have a roundtable. Tom, Ian, and Paul talking the state of the Rams. They're going to probably be a little more down on our team than I am, but that's the way we roll here. I'm Mr. Optimistic, and then Paul and Ian and Tom generally like to inject some reality, do a reality check on my content, and that's fine. We will also have a crossover segment, Tom discussing this upcoming Rams-Packer game with a Packer podcaster. That'll be later this week. Let's get through some snap counts from the Rams-Cowboys game. Cooper Cup did not miss a snap. Tutu Atwell missed just two. Puka Nakua missed five. Royce Freeman outsnapped Daryl Henderson, as he should, 33-29. And Bryson Hopkins outsnaps Davis Allen 5-3, reversing a trend we've seen. Rams didn't go to their bench as much as you might have thought, or as much as I would have hoped. So typical of NFL teams unwilling to get reserves into the action when they have the opportunities Get Brian Allen some snaps. Maybe some of these other offensive linemen. Get Cooper Cup out of the game. What is he doing out there? Brett Ripien, by the way, finished with 20 snaps. On defense, Jordan Fuller, Witherspoon, and Russ Yeast did not miss a snap. Ernest Jones missed one snap. Our understanding, he's been struggling with that knee, and his play kind of suggests that that is the case. Missed one snap. Get the guy off the field in the fourth quarter. Kobe Turner and Jonah Williams both playing pretty well. 38 snaps apiece. And Oshan Mathis bounces back. Just seven snaps, though. And Quentin Lake, just short of half the snaps. So that's an uptick for him, and he is playing well. Has Chris Durden entrenched himself as the Bobby Brown replacement? He's up to 19 snaps playing in the middle of that defensive front. And cornerback Duke Shelley, nine snaps as a result of Kobe Durant's shoulder injury. Durant comes off. Duke Shelley comes in. And our old friend John Johnson, two snaps. Share some pro football focus grades of note. Matthew Stafford ended up grading out at 75.5 despite the pick six. I assume that number is elevated by the fact he was under pressure a lot and did make a couple of incredible throws but he did have that pick six. Other highly graded players, Royce Freeman, 69.9, makes perfect sense. Alaric Jackson and Coleman Shelton both had decent games, as did Kevin Dotson. That's been a trend here. 
two or three of our offensive linemen stepping up every game. On defense, as we suspect at Quentin Lake, did have a good game according to Pro Football Focus, a 74.8. And good to see Laurel Murchison back in the lineup, and he graded out at 69.5, as did Akella Witherspoon, Rust Easton, Kobe Turner, also in the mid-60s. Lake did have that penalty, but shouldn't have been called. Who struggled on offense? They're saying Steve Avila did. And I do recall a couple of plays where he got beat. Tyler Higby and Tutu Atwell both had low scores, as did Joseph Noteboom. And do we really care? But Brett Ripien had a 39.6. Maybe we do care if he's our starter next week. I'm not sure how Atwell can get created low. He had two catches for 21 yards. Maybe it's because he's not getting open. I don't know, but I'm not sure I put that on him. It's up to the staff to find ways to get him open and to make sure Stafford delivers the ball to him. So I'm not really buying that low grade. Higby, a 56.2. He has been struggling. He's been struggling for a while. Statistically, he had a good year last year, but last year and this year, just more drops. Maybe they shouldn't be characterized as drops. Opportunities for him to make somewhat tough catches, and he hasn't gotten it done. Hey, I still love Tyler Higby, and I'm glad he's on our team. Don't necessarily want to see him going anywhere, but not sure if that was a wise move to give him another contract. That's all I'm going to say about that. I wanted to talk about some individual performances of note across the NFL. Van Jefferson, the former Rams draft pick, Three catches for 24 yards for the Falcons. However, Falcons down 28-23, fourth and one from their own 22 with 124 left, so they're still alive, and Jefferson drops a pass that would have been a first down game over. Felt really bad for him. In his contract year, needs to step up, and he missed another opportunity. And we kind of saw that with the Rams Had that big catch against the Raiders last year, but since then, been a disappointment. Hopefully he picks it up the rest of the year. Kirk Cousins of the Vikings out for the year. That really changes the dynamic in the NFC. It looked like the Vikings were going to be making a push for a wild card spot, at least competing for one. They're in trouble now. Cam Akers, nine rushes for 19 yards, and I saw a lot of people getting excited. He scored a TD for the Vikings But his longest run was nine yards, so on the other eight carries, he gained 10 yards. And how about Jalen Ramsey? First game back has a big interception in return for the Dolphins. Man, he's going to elevate that Dolphin defense even more. And let's talk about Brock Purdy a little bit. Someone shared this stat on Twitter. When the Niners are tied or trailing in the second half, He has three TDs and seven interceptions. Five of those interceptions coming in the last three games. When leading in the second half, he has eight TDs and zero interceptions. Now, how much do we make of this? Hey, he's without Debo Samuel and Trent Williams at the moment. But man, some of the shine coming off of Brock Purdy, a lot of 49er faithful and ex-49er players talking about how incredible he is. Maybe not so much. We'll have to see. And over the years I've been doing this podcast, I've talked about some of my favorite athletes, the guys that I think are just the ultimate team players. And I usually talk about two guys, 
Stevie Y, Stevie Iserman, the captain of the Detroit Red Wings back in the day, the ultimate team player, and another guy that I think fits that bill, Isaac Bruce, the great Rams receiver. And there's a bunch of other guys that you could probably easily identify as the ultimate team player type of guy. Let's add Tommy Pham, the Arizona Diamondback baseball player. He had a chance the other night to be the first player in the history of Major League Baseball to go 5-for-5 in a World Series game. He's 4-for-4, coming up to bat. His team's up 9-to-1, and he goes to his manager and says, Hey, you know what? This game's in the bag. Get my buddy Jace Peterson his World Series at bat because this might be his only chance. We don't know how the rest of these games are going to play out. How many opportunities, if any, Jace is going to get. I'll step aside, get Peterson in the game. Now, the Diamondbacks manager wasn't even aware of Tommy Pham's chance at history of getting into the record books, but he's like, okay, sure, Tommy, you got it. Jace Peterson gets us at bat. Gotta hand it to Tommy Pham. That is the ultimate team-first attitude putting a teammate in front of him, in front of his chances of getting into the record books. He would rather see his teammate get potentially his only World Series at bat of his career. So shout out to Tommy Pham. Cool move. I'm a Tommy Pham fan, and that's hard to say. Next up, let's talk the Rams' path to the playoffs, and if one even exists. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one, with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Now, I've been making the argument before and after the Cowboys game that that was not a must-win game for the Rams. And I know a lot of you out there are chuckling. I hear you. I can tell. I know how a lot of you feel. I'm on social media more in receive than send mode, but I sense a lot of Ram fans think this season is over. And let me make the argument that it is not, and that Cowboys game was not a must-win game. Point one is, if you're going to call that game a must-win game, then you must have also considered the Packers game, a must-win game. You must be saying that the Rams had to win both of those. I guess the point I'm making is, in my opinion, the Rams had to go one and one over this two-game stretch. They lose against the Cowboys. They beat the Packers. Now, the naysayers apparently are saying that, hey, they beat the Cowboys. Then wouldn't they then also have to beat the Packers for the season not to be over because the result would be the same. They'd be four and five. That's the point I'm making. Four and five is where they need to be after this Packer game. So yes, the Packer game is a must-win game. Now let's also look at the NFC. Who are the likely playoff teams at this point? It's taken shape fairly well, I think. The Eagles, Cowboys, Lions, and 49ers all will be in the playoffs, it seems. Now, a couple weeks ago, I would have told you the 49ers were a lock. Now I'm starting to wonder... I think they're just at their low point with a couple of key injuries, but Brock Purdy has been struggling a little bit. The Lions seem to be taking control of that division, especially with Kirk Cousins out. The Cowboys have looked good, and the Eagles are the Eagles. And there's going to be a team from the NFC South. Is that going to be the Falcons, Saints, or Buccaneers? We shall see. So let's pencil in those five teams. Eagles, Cowboys, Lions, 49ers, and hey, let's pick the Falcons. Falcons win the NFC South. Who are the other contenders? Well, the Seahawks look pretty darn good. Man, that magic just keeps on happening for them. Would have been a very big deal if they had lost to the Browns, but they pull out the magic win, go to five and two. Then there's the Vikings. They're four and four, but I don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. I'm not saying their season is over, but it was a dark day in Minnesota when Kirk Cousins went down because he's been playing so well. And they took care of their divisional rival, their hated rival, the Packers, in Green Bay. So it could have been just a great day for the Minnesota Vikings. Turned out to be kind of a sad day. The Saints are 4-4. Four and four, And keep in mind, the Rams play the Saints. The Bucks are 3-4. and four, The Commanders and the Rams are 3-5. and five, And the Rams play the Commanders as well. And they also play the Seahawks. And let's look at the Rams' remaining games. They have to beat the Packers. They beat the Packers. They go to four and five. So so everything I say moving forward here is based on the premise that the Rams have beaten the Packers and improved to four and five. They go to their bye week. They come back and they get the Seahawks at home. And despite what you saw from the Rams over the last couple of weeks, the Rams can beat the Seahawks. I'm not saying they will. 
but don't tell me it's going to take a miracle for the Rams to beat the Seattle Seahawks. I'd almost rather play them in Seattle, but I like our chances at SoFi. Then they travel to Arizona, and that's a game we should win. If we get things in order, Kyron Williams will be back by then. At least he should be. Then they come home and play the Browns. The Browns have a very good defense. This is the type of team that can give the Rams trouble. The type of team the Rams let stick around until late. And who pulls it out at the end? Well, we'll have to see. Then they travel to Baltimore. That'll be a tough one. Then they come home and play the Commanders. That's a game right now they would probably be favored in. Depending on the health of Matthew Stafford and some other key players, that's a long way off. Then they get the Saints at home. Certainly a winnable game. Then they travel to New York to play the Giants. Again, a team they should beat. And then at home against the 49ers. So if they're 4-5 and five after this Packers game, is it a stretch to expect them to beat the Cardinals, Commanders, and Giants? That would get them to seven wins. Not at all. Hey, they got to go out and win it on the field, obviously, but this team has the talent to beat all three of those teams. And then the other three games, the Seahawks, Browns, and Saints. Is it a stretch to think that they could win all of those, or at least two, right? That would get them to nine wins, winning two of them. Let's say the Browns and the Saints. And then the other two games, the Ravens and 49ers. That would put them in the mix for a playoff spot. And if they get into the playoffs healthy, probably not a team you want to play. What are the Rams' chances of making the playoffs at this time? Probably slim, but certainly above zero. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm saying there's a chance. That's all I'm saying. There is a chance. Beat the Packers, get to four and five. You know, they could actually go on two, three-game winning streaks here. Seahawks, Cardinals, Browns. Let's say they lose to the Ravens. And then the Commanders, Saints, and Giants. Yes, it could happen. Has this team looked good over the last few weeks? Absolutely not. But don't forget where we were a few weeks ago as well. After that Cardinal game, how good we are feeling. Bit of a dud against the Steelers. A real big dud against the Cowboys. Two teams coming off of buys that had time to prepare for us. And that's going to repeat later on in the year. But I'm okay with it. Rams got to figure it out. Get to nine or ten wins. And hey, maybe it happens. The Rams get into the playoffs as the seventh seed. And go on the road and beat the 49ers. How sweet would that be? Hey, if the Rams don't make the playoffs, if the Rams don't win the Super Bowl, and they almost certainly won't, we can pull for our second favorite team after that, right? Whoever is playing the Niners. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.